John, Amy, and Brandon of So Say We All are here for a visit with The Antidote. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Now, first things first, the name of your band comes from Battlestar Galactica. Are you guys space geeks? Yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. I've watched that series, uh, I think, four times now, the entire series. I love it. I've only seen it twice, so I'm not as geeky as John. I've only seen it once. Are you as obsessed as they are in Portlandia with it? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Not yet. We don't stalk the writers, but... <laughs> yeah. That was pretty extreme when I saw that one. Yeah, you give up your job, you give up your life just to watch Battlestar Galactica. I might, uh, a few weeks ago, I almost had the opportunity to meet um, the actress who plays Starbuck. I can't remember her name, but uh, yeah, the actress who plays Starbuck, she's actually in Santa Fe uh, doing a production right now, and I have friends in in the movie business. Um, But apparently she no longer meets public because of a crazy stalker, probably from Portland. Bad news bears. I wasn't able to meet Starbuck. It was a sad day. Your life is destroyed. Yeah, completely. I knew I, I should have never uh, stalked her. Is you know I could have actually met her if I wasn't stalking her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's get to the task at hand. When somebody asks what style of music So Say We All performs, how do you reply? I don't know. Usually just... Nerd. We make up something every time. Yeah, nerdcore or electro doom punk. Yes, electro doom punk. I like that. Works for me. I don't know. I usually just explain them. It's nerdy rock that has keyboards in it and with a heavy emphasis on science fiction and robots. Yes, we threw that one on our Facebook page, <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it the truth. Yes, when you make it Facebook official, you know that is that is everything apparently. Now, last April, you released The Watchmaker's Children. Yes. Can you fill us in on the reference for the album title? Uh, that is a William Paley reference. He had an analogy called the, the Watchmaker Analogy. And um, that analogy is, is a intelligent design analogy that when you find a watch out in the woods, um, you don't think that some tree sap and some bugs magically made this watch appear you think that the watch had a maker that was intelligent, that had a mind. The children uh, would be today's uh, youth, you know, just actually all of humanity. That's kind of what the whole album is about. This idea that uh, humanity are the children of this grand watchmaker, and uh, we have a tendency to want to forget that. So you're putting the emphasis back in. Yes, that's the idea, hopefully. You got some interesting uh, lyrical content on the Watchmakers' Children. Where do you spend a lot of time speaking about societal ills? Yes. So, is the Watchmakers' Children really a manual for remaking society? Maybe. I suppose it can be if you listen to it from a certain light. I, yeah, I suppose it's kind of like the Old Testament. You read through the Old Testament and you read about all these ways that people screw up and fail, and it's kind of a saying, hey, Here's a good idea of things not to do. Here's a here's a way that these people messed up their lives, and, you know, you should avoid that, and this is why. True, but we still carry on doing it, don't we? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Paul talks about that, and uh, very, very confusingly talks about that. Yeah. <laughs> so say we all hails from small-town New Mexico. 
even bring up this fact in one of your songs, Town Pirate, about holding shopping cart races so you don't feel so blue. Yes, yes. We find all kinds of wonderful, creative ways to entertain ourselves when we live in a little tiny town in New Mexico. Um, among those is car surfing and building climbing and bike jousting, regular activities for weird Playing small towns. hide town. and seek at the grocery store. Yes, yeah. hide and seek at the grocery store. Even as grown-ups, we still play uh, Lava Monster at the park because it's so much fun. Okay, how small a town are we talking about? Uh, what? 1,800. 1,800. Okay, well, that's about 300 more than the town I'm living in. Really? Wow. I'm in the burbs. You can relate. You ever Have you ever gone building climbing? It's so much fun. No, I haven't done that. I was really tempted. There's a really great old book if you really want to pick up on that, and it's called Night Climber. And yeah. this guy, this is his hobby, climbing buildings. That's awesome. This is really great because we can go way off topic and we can still come back and still piece it together and it sells, sounds great. <laughs> cool. Well, here's something about living in a small town. How negative is small town living when you have a band? I think it depends on your outlook. Like Albuquerque is close by and we, you know, we've played a lot of shows in Albuquerque, but I don't really feel like the scene in Albuquerque has really uh, picked up on us. Uh, and it's just because we're not there in Albuquerque all the time, constantly promoting. Uh, that's kind of what you have to do uh, locally as a band. But with the web and so many different kinds of music out there and the availability of music these days, I don't really think it's all that important where you're from. In the cases of a lot of bands, the more obscure the place you're from, the better, because it makes the story of the band more interesting. So it, it doesn't really bother me any, personally. Sort of like Owl City producing music out of the basement in his house in Minnesota? Exactly, exactly, you know. Who cares? If the music is good, then listen to it. Well, let's talk about some of the music. Now, I found one of your mellower tracks, Broken Dreams, really captivating. Can you give us a background on the song? That's actually the middle part of a three-part song. The first song is Passionate Youth. Uh, the middle song is Broken Dreams. And then the last song is All the Love That Falls Between. And uh, Passionate Youth is about how when you're young, you're, you're extremely passionate uh, about your life. You know, as a Christian, you're really passionate about God. And uh, you just have such strong emotion and such heart. And after a time, you kind of get beat up. And that's where Broken Dreams comes in. You know, you start thinking about how significant you are. And so there's lots of lyrics in there about how really insignificant we are next to God. Um, mm -hmm. No matter what we do, uh, uh, no matter the, the things we say or, or the things we discover, you know, we're still next to someone who is infinite. You know, what are we? And so you, you kind of reevaluate your perspective a little bit. And then... Um, all the love that falls between is more more about what happens to people in the golden years. Um, I haven't experienced it, obviously, but I see my grandfather, and I've I had a lot of grandparents growing up. Most of them have died, but I still have my grandfather. And uh, that last song is is just about how he's just loving and caring, and always there to help uh, me and everyone in his family. It seems that he has learned how to show his love to everyone around him. Okay, we're talking about dreams. What would a great dream be for, for So Say We All? I don't know. Uh, 
What's a great dream for you, Brandon? To open up for 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> 21 Pilots. Yeah, that would be pretty fantastic. Tour with Mute Math in Australia. Oh, yeah, a tour with Mute Math. Yeah. I once had a dream where I was flying with the Millennium Falcon out of the Death Star. <laughs> and it was pretty much the most epic dream I've ever had. Um, I don't think I've ever had a dream that topped that one. Oh, I have to talk about Mute Math because i got to admit, that's one of my favorite bands. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah, one of the greatest live shows of all time. Yes, they are so good. I've only seen them live once, but it was got it. It's got to be the best show I've ever seen. Three times. Whatever. You didn't go last time, though. <laughs> I did not. Now you chose to record a cover of Bad Religion's "21st Century Digital Boy." Yes. What was it about that song that grabbed you? Um, the song as Bad Religion, when they wrote it, recorded it. Um, it is very much about materialism and. In a lot of ways, Christians have a lot in common with their perspectives on materialism and how it's not the things in this world that are going to get you by. It's more about the relationships. And uh, obviously, they're expressing disappointment in how kids are being raised, you know, with parents that are obsessed with work or are on drugs. And uh, I agree with that sentiment, you know, wholeheartedly. Um, I actually do agree with some of their perspectives on religion as well. Some, obviously not all, but they make some good points that challenge our character as Christians. And I actually appreciate that because uh, I think it's important that uh, we have people like that challenging us. The Christians among us that are on the right track have the opportunity to prove our character through that. Good answer. It's true. Sometimes everybody expects that Christians are these perfect China dolls and they're not. Yes, we are not. And we are real people, and sometimes, yeah, and guess what? We don't often have the answers, and it's like, hey, i got to find out, too. Yeah, exactly. You also have a new single called 1999, which is a really definitive indie rock sound. Yes. Is this going to be a new direction for So Say We All? It could be. Um, we played a show the other night, and I noticed uh, how a lot of people were really having a lot of fun with the songs that they could sing along to. Um, and that song is another one that everybody can sing and have a good time to, so... Uh, that's what's nice about it. Plus, it's the only love song I've ever written. So that's pretty cool. My wife likes the song a lot. <laughs> and that's the important part is to keep your wife happy. Yes. Yes. You know that saying, happy wife, happy life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but plus, too, it made for a great video. Yeah. We had fun. I've always wanted to do one of those kind of, I don't know, would you call that stop action video? I guess so. Yeah, where you, where you cut together all the all the various performances to make a song. And uh, I've seen Mute Math do that with just kind of messing around with ideas. And uh, I've always wanted to do that too. And it was, it was grueling and difficult, but it was a lot of fun. So what do you think about the future for you guys? Of course, she released a new single. Yes, uh, Flying Cars. Uh, that's <laughs> definitely in the future for this band. No, we're going on tour. We're hitting the road to go to Nashville, and we're going to play a showcase in Nashville, and then we're going to hop on a tour bus with uh, another band and a hip-hop artist and tour all, all throughout the Heartland. Uh, I think it's about 20 or 25 dates, something like that. It's our first tour, and we're pretty excited, and we're going to have a bus. Like, who gets to say that? On their first tour, they got to be on a bus. 
most of the time it's like, yeah, you're all crammed into like a Ford Fiesta or something <laughs> from 1978. We do have to, we do have to drive our 9240 Conaline to Nashville to get to the tour bus, but from then on, from then on, it's safe. <laughs> so let me bother you with one final question. What is one fact that every listener of the antidote should know about? So say we all. We're not your typical rock band. That's a hard one. I love hard questions. <laughs> well, Brandon said you're not the typical band. Not a typical band. And why not, Brandon? We don't have a specific genre, is the way I see it. We like to just play what kind of music we like. Some of our stuff's really heavy, and some of it can be really mellow. And I just never really heard of a band that's done that. So you like that diversity. Oh, yeah. I love when bands just play what they want and not stick to it, just a certain style. So that's always nice. I like the diversity because I really hope that our music will make people think, think about their faith, question themselves. Um, there's so much music that is so extremely passionate, and that's kind of what passionate youth is about. I would really like our music to make people think about who they are and what effect they have on the people around them. Amy, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> John and Brandon have shared. Now it's your chance. Uh, no matter how random our lyrics might be or how weird we might be, everything we do is for a purpose, and that's God's purpose and whatever he leads us to do. So even just the songs about like robots or whatever, like it's all meaningful in some way. It all goes back to, to God's plan for us as a band. Amen. And now we have three facts. Yay! Amy, Brandon, and John from So Say We All. Thanks for sharing your time with The Antidote. Really, this has been a lot of fun. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Bye. Bye.